I better get those feet tapping, fingers snapping, all hands clapping. Buckle up, gobble some popcorn. It's the Mickle Pot and Pickle with Mickle. And here we go. Remember, ain't no case of the Mondays round here. I am Mickle Moore. Welcome to the show today. Well, there is no other way to put it. It is Shower with a Friend Day. I'm not that friend. I can shower you with awesome tournament recaps, both pickle and golf. Shower in a little Super Bowl stuff, because there will be a lot of it this week. It is also the day of the weather person. I believe we have all felt the impact of the weather, most likely over the weekend. And I bet we've all given uh, the weather people a little elbow every now and again. The weather should not affect said Super Bowl, though I bet you can bet on the color of confetti showering down from the uh, inside of Allegiant Stadium this Sunday. We will look ahead. We will prepare for the sludge of the sports year. It is coming. Redskins, our commanders fans rejoice. It was on this day that our new head coach blew that 25-point lead to Brady in the Super Bowl. Now, I know he's a defensive guy, and now we brought in Cliff effing Kingsbury. We're going to be saved. Bien-enemy? Bien-enemy? Bizarro. Wow. Okay. Enough with the gratuitous jabs at the football team in Washington. There is still the upcoming draft. How about this fun fact? On this day in 1969... The U.S. Federal and Communications Commission proposed the banning of cigarette ads on radio and TV. So just put that in your vape and smoke it. Smoke some meats for the Super Bowl. It's always a great idea. Get back to basics with Jason Statham in The Beekeeper. He's smoking out everyone, and it's awesome. Carolina Smoke Duke, there's your college hoops look in. Because if you're like me, I mean, let's get it to the brackets already. There's so much to get to and through today. I didn't watch the Grammys. Was Kelsey there? 76ers are hosting the Mavs in Philly tonight. Embiid will not be playing there. He, I, he's going to be a sixer just from the sidelines. NBA. I mean, you need NBA action. The trade deadline is this week. Will it matter come June? Do you see how the sports verse, it tries to distract us with this gratuitous NBA trade dreams, pair it up with some NFL draft scenarios, super scenarios at all turns. Hey, they're going to be turning down in Daytona pretty soon. The Daytona 500 is coming. Great America race. You got to get dialed in for that one. Yet the Super Bowl rises above it all and you better get in on those swelsy specials. I mean, Vegas, baby. You should... Treat that beard on your face special too. Go to ValhallaBeardAndBody.net for everything your beard or stash needs. Awesome soaps for your body too. Use promo code MIG15. Have a super beard all year at ValhallaBeardAndBody.net. The action around the Pickleverse was super this past weekend. Let's get on the court. Dinkin', smashing, third shot, dropping, got pickleball fever, and it's not stopping, it's pickle and nicker, pickle and nicker. 
What a pickle-tastic weekend it was. I'm not even sure where to start. How about a Sports Center Top 10 number one? And I'm not even sure if that amazing shot by James Gnatovich was the best of the tournament. Back to the tournament in a second, maybe a minute. Sunday Night Pickle Slam 2, primetime, on the same network as said Top 10. And I have to say, the pickle was not near the same caliber as it was out at the Desert Ridge Classic. I did not expect it to be. I know I had a lot of fun watching it. Maybe it was the graph effect and the fact that I was. I still am a huge fan of Steffi Graf. I'm a huge fan of Maria Sharapova, too. I mean, having her there doesn't hurt. McEnroe's Mac. I'm a big Mac fan. Of course, he needs to work on his pickle game. It's clear Andre Agassi has. I'm telling you, Andre plays pickle, and I think we're going to see more of Andre playing pickle outside of these slams. I know firsthand he trains my guy Alex Simon out there in Vegas. On the other side of it, McEnroe, foot faults, buddy. How many were there? They nabbed Sharapova for some of those too. So now I'm thinking, was that part of the shtick maybe? Jack Sock was there. He made, and there were a few quips made multiple times by a few different people uh, about the harmony needed between tennis and pickleball. The fact is, and we're going to see how this pans out, the tractor beam of pickleball is pulling younger athletes onto the pickle court. They're going to be picking up paddles instead of rackets. And money does not hurt. That's been the big chasm between pickleball and tennis. The fact that pro tennis players, the elite players, there's more money in tennis. However, you're going to see that change the prize purses are increasing so getting eyes on pickleball still matters which is what the pickle slam does when you got johnny mack and andre you got steffi graf out there you got maria sharapova i mean it was a one million dollar purse at the hard rock down there in florida for pickle slam two and i believe two more pickle slams are are planned i think it'll be interesting to see what other tennis legends they bring out now james blake was there we mentioned jack sock Tennis legends promoting pickle is great. Former pros playing on the pickle tours, playing in MLP. I think that's just getting started. The sock effect. Now, it's in beta, but let's see over the next, and I keep using this three to five year window of where we are in the Pickleverse. What I know is they should get Roddick to go full-time commentary. They need to do it right now. A-Rod, buddy, I got you. I got you. I was laughing when you dropped the how your back hurt from carrying Agassi. Too bad nobody else on the broadcast did. The co-host asked him about his knee for crying out loud. <laughs> Roddick's great, man. Get him calling more pickle. We need more Roddick. That could lead to more Brooklyn Decker, and there's nothing wrong with that either. Back to the tournament. You better keep watching this guy. All right, I am here with my man. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Jaume. All right, great match against Ben Johns. How are you feeling? Uh, I feel great, a little bit tired. I have to like go uh, roll and stretch a little bit, prepare for my next match. I have one more to go. One more today? One more today, and hopefully I'll see you guys on Sunday. On Sunday in the championship round, that would be great. I mean, you played so well out there. You were just talking to me that uh, you were going for it. You were yeah. firing it, and you were hitting those shots in, man. It's a great way to start off. What time do you play again? I have no idea. Not, not sure? Not sure which court <laughs> either, sure. right? I need a little bit of food and just stretch. And, yeah. All right, well, I'll let you go get some food. Hey, I appreciate you making some time. The show is Pickle with Mickle. Jules, you got it. Let's go, go, go. 
and he did go, go, go into the finals. He might not have won the tournament. Win over Ben Johns is solid, beating Jay Devilliers in the semis, yielding to eventual champ Pickle Balls Fed. Stocks were had a nice run last year. I expect it to continue this year. What a match it was. The tournament crowds grew and grew as the weekend came and the weather did its best to cooperate. Championship Sunday had awesome matches and I'm a big fan of putting what they were calling the bronze matches out on the streams so they can be seen. The growing talent needs the exposure. And it's a good move for programming, I think, as the sport continues to find the way to appeal to viewers. They're going to need to keep figuring this out. It is the casual flip back viewer that you need. The ones that will slowly stay longer as they see that the sport is fast paced, even when there are long rallies at the kitchen. This just in breaking news from the PPA Desert Ridge Classic, Anna Lee Whiplash Waters wins the Triple Crown again. Even more impressive. How about her and Catherine Parenteau streak going to 60-0? and 0? So who's going to come take it? Just like we say about the Chiefs, you got to take it from the champs. On the mix side, her and Ben Johns cruise through Anna Bright and James Ignatovich in the finals. At 17, she's 17 now, she's the focal point of the sport and its best player. As Pickleball's wave continues to rise, you know, we got to see how this also continues. Is she going to burn out by the time she's 21? I hope not. But I'll tell you this, she'll stop by, she'll take a photo, she'll say hi. Enjoy how you can still access these players. Hopefully, that aspect of the sport will not change as the overall landscape around the sport itself does on the rise. As I mentioned, almost every show, talent in pickleball, new names getting closer, closer to breaking through and getting that title. Local talent right here in Picklezona over the weekend shining big. Huge shout out to Augie and his run with Hurricane Tyra Black in the mixed side of the tournament. It was awesome. Hopefully that pairing continues to dominate a little this year. You better buckle up. PPA's coming back. We're going to be in Mesa end of February. And if you're wondering about MLP, keep it right here. I'm going to do my best to keep you in the know. I know there's going to be MLP out in Mesa ahead of the PPA. Did I see something about some MLP LA? I will bring it to you. I'm going to try to keep you in the know. MLB, update your website. This week, I'm super excited to talk with the folks from Mickles Pickles, and there are other great interviews coming to the court. Get out and play some pickleball. You will be glad you did. From the court to the course, two tours went 54 holes over the weekend. The golf was super. Let's putz around after this. The Mickle Pod and Pickle with Mickle is all new, twice a week, all major podcast apps. Earbuds in, podcorn ready, it's back to the show. The golf world is gearing up for its super party. The Waste Management Phoenix Open is set to begin this week. Yes, it is golf's biggest 
party. Scotty Scheffler will look to defend his title. Scotty was out there at Pebble this week, and that tournament is going to be this week. This weekend, out at Pebble, Wyndham Clark captured the title at the weather-shortened AT&T Pro-Am. Clark also shot a 12-under-60, earning him a course record, as well as his third PGA Tour victory. 60-mile-per-hour winds and rains caused the tournament to have to be canceled and finished after just 54 holes. Clark's got that U.S. Open title in 23. Now he's got this victory for his third. Let's see how this carries him forward for the rest of the year. It's his third victory in a 54-hole event. Clark also recently spoke how he was tempted. He almost jumped to the 54 tour, joining Rom, others who have left the PGA for shorter events, shorts, and big payouts. Speaking of the 54 tour and Rom, he made his debut. The 54 tour was down in Mexico. Rom, I guess, you know, he played okay. His team, Legion 13, they got cool team names for the 54 tour. They did win the overall team championship. Mentioned, Rom played well, not well enough to get into a playoff that was won by Joaquin Neiman, who takes home a nice, wait for it, $4 million for the win. In a four-hole playoff, to get the win, he beat Sergio Garcia. He gets $4 million in a four-hole playoff. Wyndham Clark gets his third win in a three-day tournament. Interesting. Now, Joaquin also shot a 59 en route to the win. I'm a big fan of him, as I said. He's going to play in the Open Championship, one of the majors. I'm willing to say they get him into Augusta also. Opportunity for him to qualify for the uh, for the PGA Championship with points on the 54 Tour. Don't come over to the PGA Tour and all this crap. The Tour Wars provided us a lot of needed fodder as we trudged through the, trudged through the sludge of the sports year a year ago. This week, golf will certainly entertain us right here in Scottsdale at the Waste Management Phoenix Open. The tour needs a boost after that shortened pro-am. Usually get a lot of good celebrities out there at the AT&T Pebble Beach. The weather was crap. The field will be packed here. Let's hope the weather cooperates. If you're coming into town, be prepared. It gets cold here in the desert. When I come back, football, Super Bowl, gratuitous prop bets, Have you figured it out yet? Gratuitous is your word of the day. You're listening to The Mickle Pod. Why wouldn't you be? Now back to the show. Hang on. We're going to Vegas. Vegas! You think we get there by midnight? Honey, we're gonna be up 500 by midnight. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! Allegiant Stadium, Las Vegas. Sunday, February 11th. Chiefs, Niners, Super Bowl! Predictions today? I think not. That will be Friday. Let's think about, let's just think about the Super Bowl itself, let alone the fact that it's in Las Vegas right? Las Vegas, gambling capital of the world, maybe. Uh, A place where we were never going to have organized sports, teams, uh, events. Now we've got the biggest gambling event that we know in this country, the Super Bowl. We've got the Raiders in Vegas. We've got the Knights, Golden Knights, my Golden Knights in Vegas. And we got the A's 
coming to Vegas. We're going to have all three major sports teams, four major sports teams there. We're going to get a hoops team in Vegas? Probably. But let's talk about the Super Bowl. The game that has taken a place in the lexicon of American, dare I say, world culture. This is the Super Bowl, baby. Super Sunday. 57 times before, two teams will play to grab that trophy and those rings. We can go on about the rings and we might. Commercial, food, the gatherings, all the hype leading up to the one game. And this week, I mean, all of it, it gets whirled into the blender. It's going to come at us from all angles. You get reports from Media Row out there in Vegas, which is awesome. Super specials on all your favorite sports networks. And it won't stop there. Check other networks. The Food Network has something going super this week. And that might be something you want to watch. Maybe you get some new, uh, you know, super recipes for the super game. I mean, the food. The food has become as much of a big deal as the game. If you've got multiple potential parties, multiple super suitors for you to go to on Sunday, what's the deciding factor? I guarantee you it's the food. I'm always a big fan of the super appetizer menu for the big game. That way you can just stuff your face the whole time. I mean, I've been to some of those other super gatherings where you kind of center that sort of appetizer mentality around one big thing, right? You're smoking some barbecue for Sammy's or you got the ribs out there or something's just been going, maybe a brisket. I mean, it's all good because you get to make a whole day of it. That's the best part about Super Sunday. The game doesn't start until later. So you can get some pickle in with your friends. You can go play golf, watch golf, and then still get dialed into the game. It's a festive day indeed. You can see how past champions have been ranked. Look at the history of players of past of these teams. Hey, look at the influence of just these two teams, these franchises, on the game. All this to say that when the game actually starts, none of that will matter except the food you got to put in your face. The food's prepped, the bets are made. And in Vegas, or at home, of course, you can still and will be able to continue to bet during the game. This is how far we have come, people. You might think it's glorious. You might think it is kind of insane. But forget about your prop bets for a second. Let this marinate. $300 billion. That is what has been waged. That's what's been bet in American sports books. Now, this is just total bets. This isn't just football. Since 2018, when the Supreme Court made a ruling that expanded legal betting. Now, thank you, ESPN, for that crack stat. I mean, there are already outrageous bets being placed, and and there's a million-dollar Money line bet out there in Vegas already. Speaking of, of money lines and money, where's Money Mayweather? How much is he betting this year? Can you bet on how much celebs will bet? Is that a prop bet? That could be pretty fun. I mean, what is the most craziest prop bet out there? And yes, I said most craziest. I think we must expand beyond the Gatorade colors and heads and tails. I think we could leave that for another day. I know 
that on Wednesday the folks from Mickles Pickles are joining me on the show. I know that golf's biggest party is going down for real right here this week. I know I'll be back on Friday. Stay safe. Stay hydrated. I'll see all y'all right here next time for more.